Hi everyone, I'm Rick Cox, and this is another Clinically Pressed Leadership Insight. Today, uh, I want to go over and review a, an article written by Dr. Matt Coots called The Significance of Leadership for Advancing Clinical Practice and Improving Patient Outcomes in Athletic Training. This is from the October to December 2020 edition of the Athletic Training Education Journal. And I really wanted to, to kind of go over this one because I think it made an excellent case for why we should be uh, really choosing to make leadership development a priority uh, as athletic trainers. And it starts off, it talks about how Leadership in healthcare in general is so important because we're moving away from a from a disease-oriented care to to patient-oriented care, where we look at uh, the patient as a whole and not just as their disease. Which I think you know all of us have have we all know how important that is um, in in dealing with the patients that we see every day. We want to look at them as people and not as a diagnosis. Um, and this, this, this article continues to go over, uh, why, why that should continue to happen. Uh, so it talks about how intentional leadership being practiced by all healthcare providers is leading to improved outcomes. Um, and because of that, ATs need leaders with people oriented expertise. And I think that's one thing where we are incredibly unique is, you know, oftentimes we see our patients or our athletes every single day. So we get to know them. We get to know them as people. Um, we don't just see them and think, oh, that's the, the shoulder, that's the knee. Um, and we really, we really are able to develop these amazing relationships with our, with our patients, with our student athletes. So continuing to develop those, those skills uh, of leadership is incredibly important. Um, and all athletic trainers all the time should strive to really practice leadership and, and really make it a priority. It's not just meant for those in research uh, or in academia. Uh, as Matt says, it's, it's actually meant for every clinician in every single setting um, because the, we're, we're on the front lines. We're, we're, we're treating our student athletes. We're treating our patients daily. And it's really important that, that in order to get the best outcomes, we, we need to be developing these leadership, these leadership abilities. Um, so again, the patient-oriented paradigm assumes the patient identity is more than the disease, which is incredibly important. Um, and it's also in, in, important to differentiate between the leader and a leader. One person in an organization can be the leader Anyone can be a leader, and this is something that I have actually uh, said on multiple occasions. Something that I've, you know, said on Twitter. I, I don't look at leadership as a position; it's a it's a mindset. And anybody at any level of any organization can be a leader if they choose to be. Uh, I talked about this pretty extensively in one of the other uh, episodes of Leadership Insights when I talked about leaders versus versus managers. Um, and when it comes to leadership, it, it's, it can't really be a switch that we turn on and off, right? We need to be constantly uh, honing in these skills. We need to really constantly be developing these skills. And we need to be practicing it 
all the time. It's not something that we really should be, oh, when I'm at work, I'm um, the switch is on, I'm practicing leadership, and then when I go home, I'm not. Because, you know, it's just it's something that's so important that we need to kind of really, in all aspects of our lives, we need to, we need to be developing uh, those skills and abilities. And it's, it's the responsibility of every athletic trainer, regardless of the role. It, it, you don't have to be a director of sports medicine at a, uh, you know, a Power 5 conference to be a leader. You don't even need to be a head athletic trainer. You can be, whether you're a single athletic trainer at the secondary school setting, or you are a, uh, an assistant athletic trainer in, uh, at, a, at a college, wherever it is, you need to choose to be a leader in that position. And the, the practice of leadership allows athletic trainers to connect with their patients beyond their disease. You know, we've talked about this before, developing relationships with your, with your student athletes, with your patients is incredibly, incredibly important. Uh, and I want to read a quote here from the article. Uh, if the practice of leadership, apart from and outside of formal job duties, is not expected of every AT, regardless of position or experience... Hope for athletic training to be a viable and contributing healthcare profession is at risk. Um, I think that's that's so important, and um, you know, and, and I'll, I'll get as we get further on, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, and we need to be um, transformative leaders, right? We need to tactfully call into question the status quo and actively advocate for new practice models. And at the clinical level, foster change uh, in those around in, in those around us. Right? We can't be set in set in our old ways. We need to be constantly pushing the envelope. We need to be constantly learning. We're, we should be students forever, and uh, and constantly developing. And it's, I think, leadership is one of those one of those things where you can look at it and say, uh, you know, you're never you're never going to be good enough. Excuse me. You're never going to be good enough as as a leader. You can always always get better. Um, and then, um, purposefully developing clinical leaders fosters desirable changes in healthcare. That's what we talked about, right? Like becoming a higher quality leader leads to better patient outcomes, which is, you know, obviously the, the, the goal we always want, we always want great outcomes with our patients. We want, we want them to trust us. We want them to know that they're going to, they're going to get great care, uh, when they come to us as athletic trainers. Um, he talks about uh, developing uh, soft skills in addition to being uh, a good clinician. So hard skills are those skills that are needed uh, for us to do our job, right? We need to you know, learn how to evaluate. We need to learn how to, um, you know, special tests, rehab ability, things like that. Um, and then he talks about the soft skills. What, what I really like is Simon Sinek often refers to them as, as human skills, and they are skills that make us a better human being. These are things like leadership, like empathy, like the ability to build relationships. These are things that we as clinicians need to develop and it needs to really start um, with athletic training students. You know, athletic training education programs need to, I, I believe, truly push uh, leadership development early and make it a habit in our in our athletic training students, so that way when they become certified and they become clinicians and they're out there in the world on their own, they they've already got they've already formed that habit of of developing leadership, and they're only going to continue. 
Uh, and one one thing that he puts in here that I really liked was because developing leadership skills is important for a profession to grow, it also stands to reason that if individuals in a profession choose not to practice leadership, then the profession will will suffer. And I I totally agree. You know, we the if if we need leadership to grow, and we don't choose to make it a priority, how how are we going to make it grow? And that that's that was just kind of one of the big takeaways, the big takeaways for me. Uh, and then you know to finish this up here, um, what what I what I want to just want to want to finish up with is everyone should make leadership a priority because it will provide better outcomes for our patients. Um, anyone, no, no matter how thin stretched thin you are, you know if you're alone in the high school setting, it can be you you might have a lot on your plate. I totally get that. Um, but if you make it a priority, you can you can find the time in it. It could be as little as little as you know ten minutes a day, reading a book, listening to a podcast, um, reading an article, whatever it is. Networking with you know talking to people who you consider to be great leaders. These are things that you can make habitual. And whether it's ten minutes a day, half hour a day, or whether you you know it's a big part of your week, it's it's only going to make you make you better as an athletic trainer. And we owe it to the people that we treat to be at the top of our game as clinicians and developing leadership skills will help us to better serve uh, the people that we treat and that we see every single day. Uh, and really, I think what we all want, we all want athletic training to be seen as a top-tier healthcare profession. Um, and this this is one element that is absolutely vital to accomplishing that, you know, we all talk about how sometimes we are not, um, we're not respected by others in, in, in the healthcare space. And, you know, sometimes we can get in our own way. And I think if we, if we choose to look at it and say, Hey, we need, if we, if we choose to develop our leadership ability and we were able to show that our outcomes are better because, uh, we are leaders in healthcare, there's, everyone's going to have no choice, but to, to kind of look up and say, hey, you know, athletic training is more than I thought it was. And hopefully, even not just from our healthcare peers, but from, you know, from, from everywhere, from coaching uh, to our parents that we deal with, if they know more about what we do and what we're, how we're able to uh, to treat their, 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 their student, their athletes, their sons and daughters, you know, it's only going to grow. And, uh, if we can step up and be leaders in the healthcare space and we can show other providers that we have excellent patient outcomes because we have developed leadership skills, those that look down on athletic training will have no choice but to reevaluate how they look at the profession. And that is something that I think, you know, I see all the time on social media, people complain, you know, we're not, you know, so-and-so doesn't respect us as, as healthcare providers. And sometimes they don't even know that athletic training is, is healthcare. And that this is some this is a way that we can really, um, change everyone's mindset on what athletic trainers are and what we do. And lastly, uh, really what I hope everyone, uh, listening to this realizes is how important this is and really chooses to develop their leadership skills and abilities so that we can all grow together as a profession and show everyone that athletic trainers are some of the best healthcare providers in the world. We know we are. 
athletic trainers, we know what we do. We know that we are amazing individuals who provide excellent care to the people that we see. And really, we want others to see it as well. So I hope that everyone knows that this is a key component and we need to really make it a priority. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this edition of Leadership Insights. I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you keep developing that leadership ability.